Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. to Cool Mom 101. Thank you for tuning in to episode 12. For this episode, we are chatting with Nicole, who is the owner and designer of Bow and Arrow Co., a company that makes gorgeous clothes for kids. As a busy mom of two boys, Nicole is no stranger to hard work and the hardships of motherhood. In this episode, we chat about how she's raising her boys, what motivated to her to start her own business, and how she's kept her sanity starting this business and running it with two small kids. Without further ado, let's get right to it. This is episode 12 with Nicole from Bow and Arrow. We are going to jump right into the mom fashions. What is the best part of being a mom? It used to baffle me when I was younger because I was like, obviously you love your children. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it's like, a given. Right? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> of course. But then when I became a parent myself, it was like, oh, I get that. Totally. Yeah. So like that has been like the best part of it for sure. Yeah. The love. It is, it is an awesome part. Right? Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Now, there's probably a lot of these, but what would you say is the hardest lesson that you've Um, learned the hardest lesson would probably be to stop being so hard on myself Mm -hmm. um i suffer with anxiety sometimes and after my first son was born um i definitely experienced a little postpartum depression Mm -hmm. um my labor and delivery with him was a little rough um my recovery was hard Mm. um so i kind of had the blues and i felt 100% guilty and ashamed of it and didn't want to talk about it. Didn't really know what it was. Um, Everyone was telling me about this amazing connection when your baby's born and I was in so much pain. I could barely move. I was like, I don't feel that. I just feel pain. Like I'm, I feel like I'm not being there 100% for him the way I should be. And so I just beat myself up about it. So I found that the first few weeks were so hard and I just felt like a terrible mother because of it so if I wasn't so hard on myself like and and then I gave myself a break and let my body heal I accepted help when it was offered and then slowly things just started to fall back into place and um when my second son was born I knew what to kind of expect and it was a night and day difference like Mm -hmm. I didn't experience any of that so definitely to just like go easy on myself for sure give some grace exactly Yes, absolutely. And have you experienced mom guilt? And if you have, (laughs) you just even said you did in the very beginning. Exactly. So how do you work to overcome that? Like, I almost feel like it would be easier to list when I haven't felt mom guilt. Because it happens a lot. lot. It, Mm -hmm. It kind of peeks its head in daily. You know, whether it's 
did I give the kids enough nutritious food today? Mm. Did they get outside <laughs> enough? Like, have we watched too much TV? I feel like all I did today was say no. Like, it's guilty all the time. Mm-hmm. But as long as my children grow up knowing how loved they are and that there's love in this house and that, you know, we love them so much and it's all of that, the trust and the care and all that, I, I feel like I'm You're doing, doing a good, good job. job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for you, you kind of ground yourself back in that. Totally. In, like, you know that you're giving them a loving home and yeah. that's kind of your guideline. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> like, I just strip it back down to basics and just know that I'm trying my best and there's love here and hopefully we're raising good humans. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Now, if you could tell your path, you kind of answered this a little bit, but if you could tell, so think back to your new mom self. Yes. So you were a first time mom. Yes. You said your recovery was really hard. Yes. You're dealing with things you didn't really know and you weren't giving yourself much grace. Totally. So what would you tell that, Nicole? Relax. Relax. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. Relax. Like let go of the like cookie cutter ideals, you know, um, I used to get sucked into the social media pressures, you know, most people do. It looks perfect on there. <laughs> it ain't. <laughs> right? It's not. And it's just not. And and I feel like people are pulling the curtain away and being more real on Instagram and social media now. And the response is so positive because that is real life. You know, people mm-hmm. relate to that and they want to see that and they want to hear about that because it, it makes them feel better and know that they're doing a good job as well. Um, so, uh, once I started to realize that and unfollow all the crazy mom groups that I signed up for, my life was completely <laughs> better. So I would definitely tell new mom, Nicole, to definitely relax, Chill just out. let it happen, <laughs> let the organic chaos just kind of just happen, come. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I would definitely do that. <laughs> okay. So last one for the opening segment okay. here. So I like to think about motherhood in terms of like, you're a mom and you still have a lot of like these other pieces to who you are as a person. Yeah. So finish this sentence. I'm a badass mom and wife and wife. Wife. Um, I think it's important to focus on the other important relationship that is inside these four walls. And that's my relationship with my husband, my marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, we struggle like everyone with communication (laughs) with, um, our tempers, our egos, everything is it's a struggle daily but when it all boils down we are passionate about working on it and keeping it together and setting a good example for a relationship Mm -hmm. for our children to grow up and to grow up and have that as an example of what relationships will look like and how they will treat relationships absolutely and not to put too much pressure on anyone or anything sure um but that's the first relationship they will ever see. So I always think of that too. With For me sure. and my partner is like, this is what, again, not to put so much pressure, but it's true. That's how they, the first way they'll experience a relationship like that. Yes. So if down the line they decide to have, you know, a long-term relationship, whatever that looks like for them, yeah. they will first try to model what yeah. you guys have set forth. So I, I, we talk about that a lot too. How, really? That's yeah. And how awesome. I just like want to put our relationship and a lot of people don't agree with this, but I like to think of it in putting our relationship actually first yep. before the child or children. Um, because to me, like that's actually the base, like this is where the children came from. And so yep. I like to try our best to keep that like For as sure. a foundation. Yeah. That like I, it totally makes sense. I, come from a single mother 
family, family. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have the um, mother-father role to look at, and so when people would talk about it, I couldn't necessarily relate, um, and I always found, that not that I was missing out, but that I definitely just, I, I didn't have that piece, and so with this, um, I want to make sure that we are, you know, doing a good job together, united, it's not mom versus dad, it's not... Um, favorites or anything like that and that in the process we're raising some pretty rad humans yeah that's awesome (laughs) yeah and it's not like there is a you know one way to to have a family but I think I've just approached it as like we are a team that are in this together so we'll do our best to keep that team (laughs) for sure and whatever it looks like for other people that's great like do what works for you absolutely. absolutely but for me like like I said coming from um, just the one parent, mm-hmm. it was so important to me that I, and I, I do that for you work myself, not only for mm-hmm. myself, but for my kids. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, yeah. Wow. Though I, I don't know if you think you must think of this cause I even think of this and I grew up in a, yeah. I don't know, nuclear family situation, yeah. Yeah. mom, dad, um, children and they're still together which is oh, not nice. that common 50 percent of marriages fail it's yeah, you're crazy right, so it's not that common yeah so i though after having my baby have mm-hmm. thought often like how the hell do people do this without the other adult partner um, i, I don't no understand idea. like how did your mom do that with you twins her? with twins with twins she had a help from my grandparents for sure mm-hmm. it was obviously it takes a village um, but yeah, like getting up and doing the things. Oh my God. I and then no the pressure idea. of like, I don't know, even financially, like the pressure of it's most like it's you who needs oh, yeah. to do that. But it's like, wow. From the financial standpoint, like it was always a struggle growing up and I saw her do that and I made sure that I hustled and, you know, worked my butt off going to school and getting my education and getting into a good career to make good money. Like I definitely saw my mom struggle appreciated the struggle obviously was able to have the life that i have and be Mm -hmm. who i am today because of it so i appreciate everything that came from that but i took that and i applied it to make sure that i bettered myself and you know Mm -hmm. made her proud you know she didn't get that opportunity and so i wanted to make sure that i could do that absolutely yeah that's really cool yeah um, yeah, I just, I thought of it so many times because of how hard it is, even with an oh, extremely supportive partner. Time. I ask her, and like, what wow. the heck? She's like a literal superhero. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now, you kind of touched on this a bit, but when you're thinking about raising your boys, yes. how do you want them to show up in the world? So, like, that's really what it comes down to yeah. when you're parenting these boys. So, how, yeah, how do you want them to be in this world? When it all boils down, I want them to be compassionate. I want them to be kind. And I want them to be respectful. Those are, like, the three basis of just to be a good human. Yeah. You know, like, you will have trials and tribulations through your life, guaranteed. It's going to be hard. But you have a family that cares about you. Hopefully, we instilled good morals and good things in your heart that you can make good choices. And that you're going to be kind and you're going to interact with people in life and you're going to do it in a manner that makes you and other people happy. You know, like, I just want you to be a good human at the end of the day. I don't care what you, what you do, who you are, who you love, whatever, but just be a good human. That's all that matters to yeah. me. The kindness piece sure. is so big for me as well yeah. because I think 
there's not enough of it. No. There's like a lot of, I think, overall hurt in the world. And yeah. I think a lot of that can be resolved yeah. if everyone would just be a lot nicer. Yeah, we could all be a little kinder <laughs> A little kinder, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think about raising specifically, we talked about this before we started the interview, but um, have you thought about specifically raising boys in that way? Because um, I thought a lot about kind of like their emotional yep. well-being yes. and how they express emotions. Yes. So have you thought, do you think about that? And um, how do you kind of I definitely, I definitely think about it. And I think um, just in where the culture is right now with boys and teaching them about boundaries and respect and that no means no and all those things um i just know that i have not necessarily um like a pressure or anything but on myself i want to be held accountable that i've done my best to show them that it what it is to be a a good boy with respect and the boundaries and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. i definitely and i want them to have feelings and that it's okay to have feelings it's you know what i mean like that yes. whole boys will be boys thing i'm not down not down for that <laughs> boys are humans and same same they're not exactly they're not allowed to be a jerk on the field because they're a boy no right I'm so not. exactly so um it's it's those, those kind of ideals yeah. that i want to make sure that it's like cut and dry <laughs> yeah ingrained in how they totally. grow up i think too for i don't know if you've felt this but I think for our generation growing up yeah you see it in a lot of the men that emotions seem to be difficult for them to express yeah. and I'm, I'm this is a generalization I yeah. know it's not every man no sure but I do think it's quite common yes. so I think in experiencing that yes. I felt very conscious in trying to change that a bit with raising my son I don't sure. know if you've yeah and and even just being a girl automatically you're sensitive you are um, dramatic or whatever right for having a feeling Mm -hmm. because you're a female I work um, when I'm not on maternity leave I've actually just gone back to work this week in the construction field in the mechanical contracting like plumbing and HVAC yeah yeah. so um, so that's not it's male dominated still yep I got into it in 2010 so I was about 21 22 years old super young um, taken seriously about zero percent right you know young girl most of these men are in their mid to late 40s 50s 60s and they care nothing about what a little 21 year old girl has to say so I've dealt with it over the last 10 years and I've kind of got a thick skin about it um, but it's not like it doesn't bother me when someone completely dismisses me because I'm a female or when I get into a heated conversation, I see somebody, a, a male, sound off with swear words and being completely unprofessional. But if I was to get passionate about a, a subject, it would be, wow, she's she's emotional and dramatic. So dramatic. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. dramatic and probably being mm-hmm. a little bit of a liability because yeah. of it, because I'm a female. I do find that juxtaposition very frustrating right it's hard so it is hard and i think it must be even harder in something like that where the industry is very exactly male dominated so even relating back to your last question about the boys um not raising them I like that say, i don't want that <laughs> i know like be like 
my feelings because because I'm a, a woman. It's no different. It's no different yes. You know, like they don't need to be tough, and I don't need to be a soft flower right like we're mm-hmm. it's equal here we can have feelings and we can talk about it on a level ground absolutely right i know i'm definitely trying to instill that and i think i it's hard to figure out the exact ways i mean my baby's still so little yeah but one way i'm trying is is for me to not um try to kind of stop him if he's upset or crying. Yeah. I'm not trying to like distract him yep. or anything like that. I'm sure. just like, are you okay? And yeah. like, I just kind of cuddle him yep. because that's one way that I think it'll hopefully open up the door. Totally. Um, but it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard. <laughs> and like, even going back to the mom veil thing, like, um, if my son is, you know, totally acting out, not listening, um, being, um, destructive or, um, harming or, hurting his little brother we absolutely remove him from the situation Mm -hmm. put him in his room and then afterwards we always make a point to take him out try and make as much eye contact as possible because we're looking at him we're not looking down at him we're on his level looking at him in his eyes making a connection and trying to talk about it Mm -hmm. he's only two he doesn't necessarily understand but he will he will he will understand and he'll yes. know that we weren't talking down to him, wave, waving a finger. We were getting on his level, trying to have a conversation as an equal. Mm-hmm. Not trying to punish him because he's a child. He did yes. something bad. And yes, your actions have consequences. But your feelings aren't bad. You are obviously having a feeling. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And I think for me, that speaks to me because I'm trying to, even for myself, be in the habit Right, so like I hard. said to you, my kid's only one. Yep. But if I'm like, if I don't set up these yep. habits or like your kid who's two, it's yep. like, yeah, he doesn't get it fully yet. But now I think it's good because you've laid the groundwork even for you and your husband. Right. Where it's like, this is how we approach these things. Yep. So when he does get older, it's like, that's just the way it is for you guys. Like yeah, consistency. as a family, that's yep. how you guys approach it. Totally. So I think that's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, we try. It's, it's not easy. It's not. And you no. feel like you're on the struggle bus all day long, but like. At the end of the day, if you can be like, I tried today and tomorrow's a new day. Totally. <laughs> and that's where we're at. And that's where we're at. <laughs> that's how we are. That's awesome. Switching gears a little bit. I yep. wanted to talk to you about bow and arrow okay. and where um, that idea kind of came from and a sure. bit about what exactly it is for those who don't know. Sure. Okay. So um, bow and arrow co um, is my like little passion creative project that I do on the side. Um, I've always been creative. Um, when I was younger, I used to do makeup on Instagram. I had like a ton of followers and awesome. yeah, and it was fun. And I, I was my own canvas and I did my creations and uploaded it and put myself out there. Um, but as I got older, my life changed. <clears throat> I wasn't really inspired by it anymore. Um, it just wasn't really where I was going in the direction of my life. And then when I got pregnant with my son... Um, I signed myself up for sewing lessons. I took classes and I wanted to maybe make him some baby clothes or whatever. Wow. You know, so you just it. were interested. I, You're like, yep. I would like to I try took this. sewing classes. You know, you do the sewing classes in middle school and high school. <laughs> and I always did really well. You liked them. it. Yeah. And okay. I like had like a play sewing machine when I was little. I was always loved that stuff. So, yeah, I signed up for classes and did all that and, you know, started making little things for him and 
putting it on Instagram and then my friends were like that's so cute like I'd love to like buy something if you can make me one and I was like oh well maybe that could be something that I could like put my creative juices towards you know when my son's sleeping or whatever so it totally became something that I you know I set up my sewing machine at my table I cut things um like in my house on my kitchen floor I sewed while my son was napping or in bed for the night and just yeah, did my thing. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's how it kind of came that's how, about. That's how it came about. And then I knew that I wanted to keep it going. I got pregnant with my uh, second, uh, like I said earlier, before yeah. we started when I was, you know, so it, when River was only 10 months old. So yeah, your first baby was 10 months old. 10 months old. Pregnant with pregnant. your second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I knew that I wasn't going to be able to sustain, you know, sewing at sewing it all doing it all that's the cutting that's the printing that's the ironing that's the sewing that's the everything that's the packaging that's the instagram all of that stuff it takes time oh yeah and i didn't want to sacrifice the time that they grow so fast and i saw that and i was already so tired with um, my pregnancy that i was like i don't want to stop this but i can't keep going like this right so i was like maybe if i can find a way to maybe get some help on the manufacturing side Mm -hmm. that i could I could continue Keep it this. going. Yeah, yeah. I could continue this. Maybe one day this is something that could, you know, really help my family. And that that is the end goal. That is like the dream. Um, obviously, it's still a baby, and yeah. it takes time for things to grow. And and I know that, but yeah, I'm like super proud of where it is right now. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Really cool. Um, the clothes are beautiful. If you guys oh, haven't checked them out yet, thank you so much. Mm. Now. How did you, so like in building this, what do you see for the next kind of like five years? The next five years? Um, I definitely like to continue to grow um, like my production. It's so small. It's like the bare minimums that you would order for mm-hmm. a manufacturer because I am just a small business. Mm-hmm. It's expensive to do that. Like you, you're fronting all the costs right? Like you pay for it all before anybody buys it. Yes. I I didn't do pre-orders or anything like that. So I didn't know where it was going to go, how successful it was going to be. So, you know, you kind of take a, take a flyer at it. Take a stab at it. (laughs) And hope that, you know, someone's going to like it. So I would love to be able to expand that to like be able to offer more that maybe I could get um, my clothes into more little stores mm-hmm. and brick and mortars that would carry it, that people could actually see the clothes and feel them and, you know, get the experience of the shopping thing, you know, because you see it online and you buy it from a small shop. It's it's coming from probably their house, mm-hmm. you know, like I've got a, a, my basement is like my fulfillment yeah, center, right? Awesome. So um, I would love to be able to just like expand and be scale it to, a bit. Yeah, totally. Really cool. I think a lot of people don't realize that, that a lot of small businesses, even like not that small, that's what they'll do. Like the fulfillment's like in their house. Like, yeah. And I think it's cool to be able to kind of support people in your community as well. A hundred percent. So I know for me, I don't buy all of his clothes, like more small business, but I try to buy like a lot of them. Yeah. It's hard because they do grow so fast. They grow so fast. But I try to, as best as I can, buy a lot of local things yeah it's going right back into your community you're, you're literally supporting maybe somebody putting their child through dance class you know like if, if no. you look at it that way like it's so rewarding and 
you can only imagine when I get an order pop up on my phone or on my computer what it does to me. Like, mm. it's so exciting. It's scary because it's like, oh my god, I hope they like it because <laughs> you you're gonna that. do that all the time, right? Yeah. But it's like it's exciting because it's like, wow, somebody believes in my clothing that they want to put that on their child. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like it. It's so scary and so amazing all at the same time, That's and, it's, awesome. and it, it keeps me going. Really, it does. Otherwise, I would have closed up shop a long time ago because the anxiety is just like will eat you up, right? You <laughs> don't know how intense, you're gonna. Right? Yeah, you don't know if you're gonna succeed or fail, and sometimes that's too much for people. Yeah, and I, I just get so fueled on seeing people tag me and stuff, or getting a message about how much they love the item or whatever, and that is just like big for that's you. The, that's the money in the bank for me. You'll take that all I'll day. I'll take that all day long. <laughs> that's awesome. So talking about. Being a mom, so okay. motherhood mixed with being an entrepreneur. Yep. How do you think those two things fit together? Um, it's absolute chaos. <laughs> it's hard because, um, like I was just saying, um, the business is very much, for most businesses, it's on your phone. It's on yeah. your computer. And sometimes I find myself... You know, I'm looking at my phone, I'm looking at socials, I'm interacting with potential customers, but then, you know, my kids are sitting there playing and I'm like, oh, I need to put this away. So it's such, and there's that mom guilt again. It's such a darn mom, darn mom mom (laughs) guilt, just like rearing its ugly head all the time. (laughs) So it's a, it's a constant push pull. And I'm really trying to focus on leaving business until after bedtime. Let's be honest. They go to bed at seven 30. That's not that late. So like most people, they'll probably see shipping notifications after 8 p.m. from yeah. me because that's, that's what, what I'm. That's what I'll be downstairs in my basement fulfilling orders after that time because my babies are in bed and you know I'm I'm just trying so hard. Like like we were saying, they grow so fast, oh, right? And I can answer that email later. Totally. I really can. And most of these people, they're buying the clothes for the kids. They would understand that. You know, oh, yeah. right? So, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're waiting on orders for weeks. It's a couple days or whatever's my turnaround. Yeah. And, you know, I'll fulfill it when they go to bed. I'm really trying hard not to be sitting on my phone all day, like, obsessing over what time I need to get my post up at or if I'm, you know, socializing enough on there, looking at stories or whatever. <laughs> so I'm, All the things. It's It's been chaos, and it's definitely... Um, I'm navigating it and I'm like trying my best to like succeed at both. <laughs> at both. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to. Even when you don't have a business, I mean, totally, you can still, I still talk to moms who are like, they have trouble staying off, you know, social media or yep. whatever it is. So I can only imagine, yep. um, you know, when you have like this business you're running, even yep. with the podcast, it still takes a lot of that yeah. type of, totally. um, you know, work. Yep. And I am kind of similar to you where I'm trying my best to keep it to when he's like napping yep. or gone to bed. Yep. It is hard. Sure. Hard to find that balance. Exactly. Especially if something's pressing. Like if I see something and I know that I need to address it instantly, that's fine. I'm not going to beat myself up about it at the No, because it took 10 minutes to totally. answer an email. You know, and, and, you know, I try my best to be as present as I can, right? I'm you know, down on the floor with them playing, whatever. And they're going to remember that. They're going to remember the time spent with them. They're not going to remember 
me picking up my phone for five seconds responding to a question, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I just always try and give myself a little bit of a break there and just remember that, again, trying my best. They know I love them and they're going to remember the time that was spent with them. Totally. I feel like you have a good handle on like the bigger picture. I'm really trying because the small stuff will eat you up. It will because if you say like I'm a recovering perfectionist Mm -hmm. um, and I think motherhood has like taken a lot of that away from me already, which is I think a good thing. Totally. Um, Because if you sit there and nitpick, you will be nitpicking all day and not enjoy anything. Exactly. Yeah. And you touched on this a bit with regards to your business and a little earlier too, um, you mentioned the comparison with social media. Yep. So can you talk a bit about for you, how you have navigated social media and how you think social media affects motherhood? So social media, um, for small businesses like Instagram is super hard. There's a crazy algorithm out there right now, just killing small businesses um, you literally, there's like certain times you are sh- or should be posting based on engagement, your reach and all these things. You have to think about that now on top of trying to be successful, trying to do this strategies, this being a mom. So it's like Instagram can be crazy and social media. Like I've just let it go. I, I don't even care to try and keep up with this algorithm. If people don't like my posts, whatever. <laughs> It also, I've worked in social media for so long too that you realize, and I'm sure you've already got this, but it changes again. Yeah. So it'll just change again. Exactly. It's going <laughs> so to keep changing. So you do your best to, I think, to go with it. For sure. And, and touching on the motherhood aspect, like I did mention it a little bit earlier about how the mold has kind of been broken a little bit, right? And it's so refreshing. Do you follow the Birds Papaya on yeah. Instagram? I love her. Yeah, she's awesome. I actually met her um, maybe a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and she's just as she is in like well, that's on what everyone media. says, and that is like a breath of fresh air to hear like people yeah, she's being real same. on socials and being real in real life. Like mm-hmm. you are completely consistent through. Yeah. And it's like she's breaking the mold for body positivity and opening conversations about all sorts of things, and it's just like. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I want to see that and read that stuff all day long because it makes me feel awesome. I'm inspired. I'm not beating myself up because I'm like, wow, I don't look like that. Wow. I don't, you know, cook with my kids all day. And it's okay. And it's okay. I I, um, I've definitely started to appreciate this a lot more and a lot of women in general, I'm sure there's men doing it too. Sorry, men, but (laughs) a lot of women who are actually just putting it all out there um, it's, it is refreshing because I think gone are the days of trying to like make your life look like that perfect whited out yep. Instagram feed. Yeah. Cause it's all BS yep. anyways. Like most of it, it's a curated feed. There's no, yeah. there's no raw moment there. You have no. 50 other photos that look just like the it same. in your camera roll. Yeah. But this one is cause all, everyone's looking at the camera. Totally. And right? here, don't get me wrong. I love aesthetically pleasing things. Oh so Yeah. I like my feed to look a certain way and sure. like, I appreciate that. Yeah. But I think we had gone so far yep. the direction of like trying to make everything look so perfect. Yep. And like you said, it's so much better to like pull the curtain yep. and be like, yeah, some days my life looks like this and other days I have no makeup on. I'm on the floor playing with my kids. Yep. Like haven't had a shower yet. Like it's, you <laughs> they've know, been, they've been in their PJs all day long. 
Yeah. And like, <laughs> is it a big deal? No, no. not really. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. So yeah, like I definitely, um, back in 2017 when I became a new mom, it was still very much pristine social media life. And I was like, wow, these people really have it together. What is my problem? I know. And even with new motherhood, I still think back to like, I don't think I really realized like just how crazy it was going to be. And I don't, I don't think anything can fully prepare you for it. No. Um, but I'm so glad that actually in doing the podcast, everyone I talk to, every woman, not kidding, is like, yeah, it's so hard in the beginning. It's a disaster. Oh yeah. I felt all these emotions, like things like regret or like, um, intense anxiety or whatever it is. These are all normal. And if you do feel something very intensely, I would, you know, maybe get help if you need. No, nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a level of like understanding that needs to come about that it's intense. (laughs) All those emotions you're feeling are totally valid. Yeah. And so I'm glad that more people are talking about it. Me too. Absolutely. (laughs) It's it's wild. It's crazy. And Mm -hmm. it deserves to be talked about. Yep. It's real. (laughs) It is real. And speaking about what actually talked about in the beginning, um, how you, you know, really focus on your relationship. Yes. So that is something that I don't think enough people talk about how much it changes and puts pressure on whatever on your relationship right when you have kids like of course in your mind you're thinking yeah this is going to change things but I don't think you realize like how much it can really change like you go from having spent all this time you have all this like money and free time to spend with your partner to like having none yeah of like the especially the time piece like totally you all of a sudden have none yeah and I think that's something that was a little shocking. Yeah, it, def- it definitely takes a hit for sure, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it takes both people. You know, it's not just one person trying to get it back or invest or whatever. Like it really is. It's so cliche to say, but it's a two-way street, and you both really need to be invested into. It. And I think to to um, like accept the situation, like it, it. There's no joking here. Like life is completely changed there is you have two new roles there's mom and dad now you're not just yourselves you're not just the partner. partner or whatever you have a completely new role now and what does that look like together yeah right yes it's brand new partnership it's a whole new ball game as to- they say totally and it's crazy because like even if you come from you know like this very solid foundation of relationship you don't know how that's nope. going to change. Absolutely. But, but I'm solid say, relationships it, could get rocked. You know? Who knows? Totally. And I will say, though, it has gotten to such a good place already. So for anyone who's like a brand new mom yeah. and is like, I remember thinking, I'm like, is it like, are we going to be able to do this? Like, Yeah. No, it's um, hard. Like, are we going to go through this? And yeah. I had those feelings in the beginning where I was like, I don't know. Like, I know I, it's all the doubt. You have no idea. Yes. And now that it's been like a year, it's such a different thing. Yep. And even things like, like you said, your kids go to bed at seven 30. Like my kid goes to bed at like six 45 usually. Yeah. So then we actually have that time now where we can like, what it sounds so like small to people who might not have kids yet, but like to watch our show together for like one hour. We look forward to that so much for a glass of wine we get on the couch and that is like our time. And then we're in bed by like 9.45. So lame. Yeah. But that was like, that's like 
two and a half hours of just solid Absolutely. mom and dad time, mm-hmm. you know, solo yes. without the kiddos. So yeah, no, we definitely look forward to that. Yeah. Totally. And it, in the beginning though, you don't get it and you're like, what is going to, cause you know, when they aren't sleeping yet, yeah. <laughs> um, you worry. Well, I worried. I was like, oh, are we ever going to have time I know. Again? again? Like this yeah, is wild. <laughs> it's terrifying for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for sitting down to chat with me and being so open and honest yeah. about everything, including like what it's like to be an entrepreneur. It's yeah. Like, it, it ain't easy folks. No, thank um, you for having me. But you're doing it and you're doing such a good job and you make these beautiful clothes. Thank you. Um, and so where's the best place for people to connect with you? Um, definitely on Instagram or email. Mm-hmm. Uh, my email's on my Instagram. Okay. I'm, it, it literally pops up right on my phone. You can <laughs> get a hold of me like the easiest way there. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then I have my website and that's where you can see all the, all the clothes and all that stuff. Everything. And shop it. Yep. Awesome. And are you in any... Um, brick and mortar stores right now? I am. So I just, um, this past week, um, you can find me at pink and blue kids in Chilliwack. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It is nice. It's funny with all like online shopping. I love, but it is sometimes nice to just like feel sure the product. So yep. that's really cool. Yep. Totally. You. Thank you. Awesome. And so final couple questions here before we wrap up. Yes. So I like to celebrate the wins and fails because yep. they're happening all day, every day. Sure. And I think, you know what, why not acknowledge that we're all winning and failing Yes. here? Um, so thinking over the last couple weeks, yes. what's your biggest mom fail and what's your biggest mom win? Mom fail. Um, so I don't know that this would classify as a fail, but again, the guilt. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, I just went back to work after mm-hmm. maternity leave and it's full time. Even when I went back to work between pregnancies, it was only part-time. Right. So I am just, like, terrified I'm going to miss Sawyer's first steps or whatever. So I'm definitely feeling a little bit of a fail right now. Like, I'm missing out so much. You know, that's a huge chunk of the week. And when they go to bed so early... I know. It's like... It's like, wow, I see you for such a short period of time. Until the weekend. Until the weekend, right? And there's always stuff jam-packed into weekends so i'm definitely feeling like i said i don't know if it's a fail but for me i'm I'm struggling with it a little bit right now um at the end of the day i know it's for the better of the family Mm -hmm. like that's income that goes towards them for their life and their experience and all that stuff so i know that it's it's a good thing but it's hard like to be away for sure especially because i've never been away from the baby for Not so long time like that. No. yeah it's a transition though yeah you'll get your ground again yeah, yeah totally and then my mom win um we were kind of chatting about this a little bit before mm-hmm. we started um so sawyer just had his birthday yeah. and it was kind of chaos like everything was a little last minute all the running around was kind of chaotic but it all came together. Like, my vision totally came together. And so good. everyone had so much fun. Like, he was surrounded by so many of his friends and family. And I just, like, literally stood in the corner there, like, by the fridge and just, like, had tears because I was just so happy and, like, overcome with emotion. Like, not only has this year gone by so fast, but I was just so happy to see like everyone celebrating him and like seeing how much fun he was having it was just it just felt like so good so that felt like a total mom win yeah it is and just like i think the gratitude too of like 
look at what has been created. What you've created. So yeah. I'm proud. Yeah, I made this. I made all of <laughs> I this. I made this. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks again so much. Yes, thank you thanks, so Nicole. much. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.